Welcome in, Panther fans, to this episode of the Offscript Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us, Kevin Wheeler, Casey Garrow, and our producer again, Kelly Dumroff, sitting in for Pat Bostic. Pat's a busy man, isn't he? He really is, but thanks for having me back. I yeah. appreciate it. Kelly, we'll get your exclusive <laughs> baseball content, so it's yeah. always good to have you. Yeah, absolutely. But first, we have obviously big news to talk about. Jeff Capel, new men's basketball coach here at the University of Pittsburgh, and what a guy he is. Uh, we had an opportunity to sit down with him on press conference day, and obviously the entire Pittsburgh media and, and members of the University of Pittsburgh staff, and he went with no notes at his press conference, which really got everybody buzzing about that. I thought that was the most impressive thing, just to see him stand up there and talk and tell us what he's going to do with this program and he just got everybody excited about it. He certainly got me ready to go. And I saw him already out on the court a little bit yesterday, you know, just shooting some baskets, which was pretty cool. He was just out there on his own with some staff members. Yeah, it's an exciting time for sure. And I got to talk to Bill Hillgrove for a moment after the press conference and asked him, you know, what do you think about him going no notes? He, well, he's, he's like, well, being somebody that's been a broadcast for so many years that needs my notes – it impressed me that he was able to stand up here and, and kind of talk. And I can relate. Uh, I need plenty of notes myself. It's hard to remember everything that you want to say. But he did it well, and he did it eloquently. Um, so it, it was impressive to see. But obviously, just overall reactions, guys, from, from that day, other than the obvious and him being just impressive with the way that he speaks. I think the most exciting part for me was when he called out Dick Grote. I mean, that's pretty awesome. Um, he took the time to take a couple seconds and look over and recognize that Obviously, not only is he a Pittsburgh legend, but a Duke legend as well. So he, he had some ties on both ends. But that was pretty cool to see him get to talk to Dick Grote. I just liked watching him interact with everyone. Everyone he met, he, make sh he made sure to you know introduce himself, try to remember their names. He went up to as many people as possible. His family was there. His kids were too much fun. I just enjoyed seeing him and the interactions. And you can tell he says, I'm a people person. And mm -hmm. you can see that when he's interacting with whoever it is, whether it was one of, you know, the zoo leaders to one of the staff members to mm -hmm. a Dick Grote. He treated everyone the same, which I really liked. And being at Pitt for four or five years now working, I've never seen this much excitement yeah. around a hire. No doubt. I, I think it got everybody buzzing. And, and I think that you had a unique perspective because you were there the moment that he got off the plane and, and you were able to kind of ride back and, and see the interactions with the family when they first get here and, and all those kind of things. So what was your perspective on that? And, and obviously you had some fun with, with his children as well. Well, it was rainy, but the kids were jumping around, having a good time. <laughs> um, we had a, all had our pit umbrellas, so it was good. But as soon as he walked through that door, again, he was introducing himself to everybody there he was looking at the Steelers flags the Penguins flags the Pitt flags he was excited about the whole sports town you could tell and just from talking to the pilot to everybody in the building he was introducing himself and everyone's like we know who you are we know you're coming <laughs> but uh, it was a lot of fun just to you know experience that ride over and see you know hear him talk about the Steelers and how he's a fan of them as a Pittsburgh girl I couldn't have been more excited excited listening to that so he was yeah. a lot of fun and his fan his kids were wild they were too excited lots of energy yeah absolutely and and some of the goodies after the press conference too i know that they enjoyed but i mean speaking to the Steelers thing too it, it was impressive it, if anybody saw the the live wire piece online that took you through his first day and his arrival he shows the camera a picture uh, of a frame picture in his house with his name on the back of a Steeler jersey so it's it's not something that he's just saying it's really true uh, and later on, he told us, you know, who his favorite Steeler was. So we'll play that for you 
in a second in an exclusive interview that we got to do with Coach Cable uh, the day that he got here. But first, obviously, I, I think this is important, too, and, and anybody that watched the press conference knows that Heather Lake stood up and said what she wanted to say, but she also got a chance to catch up with you, Kelly, before the press conference. Yeah, the morning of, I uh, I got a couple minutes with Heather. I know it was a very busy day for her, obviously, signing a men's basketball coach, but uh, she took a couple minutes to talk to us, and she had some pretty good things to say about the hiring of Jeff Cable. You know, I think when we sought out to to first meet with Coach Capel, um, you know, it, it's it, it's about his his high, you know, integrity, his pedigree, his energy, um, his intellect, um, and, and you know, sometimes it, it becomes you have to sit down and, and really look at each other across the table and say, you know, we're choosing you to come to Pitt. And I am thrilled to say that he chose Pitt, too. And so this is a place that he wants to come. He, he and his family want to put roots down. They want to build this program. Um, you know, he has sat aside, obviously, Coach K for the past seven years. And from his vantage point, I think, absorbed an unbelievable amount of, you know, knowledge and understanding on how to build and sustain a successful program. So I am just confident in, and he is confident and um, you know, to come and build this program the right way. We're gonna do it together. We're gonna do it with this university. We're gonna do it with the fans in, this, in, this, in the city. We're gonna do it with the students in the Oakland Zoo. Um, everybody is gonna have a huge part and it doesn't just take one person. I mean, he's the leader of the program, but it takes everybody around the program um, helping him rise up and helping this program rise up. So I'm thrilled. And I think the key there, guys, and the biggest thing that she said is constantly it's a we thing. It's not an I or it's not a coach. It's we. It's her. It's the entire administration. It's the basketball staff as it exists right now and the team uh, once it's completely formed. And, and it's going to take everybody. And, of course, the, the fans getting back in the seats uh, is going to be important, too, to support a guy like this. I, I think he has kind of invigorated everybody's passion for – pit basketball again uh if it had fallen off then then it's back with a vengeance for sure um so yeah it's 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 an impressive time and and fun things are happening here at the university of pittsburgh so now let's take you through our exclusive interview of off script and this was something fun that we did just kind of at the end of the segment just threw some random stuff at him and, and these are some of the responses that he gave us about some of the quirky questions that we wanted to ask if you weren't a basketball coach, what would you be? I have no idea. <laughs> um, you know, my dream job always was to be an NBA general manager. And so I would hope that I would have an opportunity some way, you know, in that field to do that. The household chore you're least likely to do, and can you go will probably take over. <laughs> least likely to do. I, I, I don't know if it's a chore, but doing my daughter's hair. <laughs> Because I cannot do it. I, I can't difficult. do it. Yeah, yeah so she would do that. I, I do that. Boy. I take care of Elijah, our little boy. I just brush his. <laughs> That's funny. Favorite stealer of all time? Favorite stealer of all time is probably Roethlisberger. That's, That's also yeah. a very good answer. I have, I mean, it's it's a lot, but it's, it's probably big man. Okay. Well, yeah. if Ben is listening, you guys will have to be introduced. Shout out to Ben. When I was at Oklahoma, his uh, his little sister played on the women's team, so I got a chance to meet him there. But hopefully, we can get some basketball in together. Yeah, have to take a trip down and see him play in the fall. Obviously, Definitely. how many blue and gold ties do you own? You're gonna need a lot of those. I'm gonna need a lot. I'm gonna have to update that. I don't have a lot of blue and gold. 
I have a lot of blue. Yeah. But I need to add, you know, the blue and gold into it. Well, Panther fans, Jeff Capel taking donations for blue and gold ties. He's going to need them on the sidelines. And again, Panther fans, if you have any blue or gold ties, help help coach out. I'm sure, Kevin, you have a few. I do have a few. Can't you lend them some? Can't you just give them away? You do so many broadcasts. Yeah, I would be glad to lend them a couple. Um, There's some some older ones that I I could probably do without. They might be outdated. You know, they were hand-me-downs from my dad, so maybe I'll just, you know, extend them. I'm sure people have already sent him some. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure. Mailing them in the the day they saw him. He needs the right blue, the right gold. I'm sure he has blue, but we need the right blue fan. So. Well, he's going to need some retro and some Vegas gold colors. You're going to yeah, need both. Get them both in there. You're right. You're right. Because these days you don't know what, what jerseys the Panthers are running out in on game day. <laughs> Is it retro colors or regular colors? But he took the time also to visit spring football the next day. He's down there with Heather Lake talking to the football players. I mean, right away, just jumping right in. And, and some of the things that were also highlighted, did a bunch of radio interviews during the week took the time to actually get to know each of the individuals that were interviewing him as well, which is really impressive, uh, you know, taking the time to speak to Colin Dunlap and giving him his best wishes on 93.7 The Fan and, and joking around with some of the other hosts there that, that have been, you know, interacting with some interesting jokes uh, over the past few weeks. So jumping right into the culture head first. He was at a Pirates game, too. Do you guys see him That's right there? That's right. He, he on, uh, got interviewed on AT&T Sportsnet as well. I think he was in the, the owner's booth, the Steelers' owner's booth. Or the yeah, suite. I think the Rooney's so, uh, invited him. So he's, he's, already, quite the popular he's already made man. friends. He has more friends than we do, guys. <laughs> yeah, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Not this surprised. Is, this surprised. is all we got right here in this room. <laughs> <laughs> but he also gave Josh Miller a shout-out. He's like, I know you were a Steeler. That's right. So I was – I was. that's when I knew he's not joking around. He really is a Steelers fan. <laughs> yeah, he absolutely. the kickers, too. That's an impressive thing. So it's fun. We're excited. And now we'll move on a little bit. Obviously, the the hoopla has been going on, and it will continue to go on. So best wishes to Coach Capel in in continuing to form his team and what he's able to do here with the Pitt basketball program. Big things are ahead, of course. So now we transition into the Sounds of the Week segment, which is largely going to highlight baseball and softball, as it typically does this time of year. It's, It's most of what goes on. Um, so it's a it was a big weekend though uh, last weekend as both baseball and softball took ACC series wins for the first time at home in the same weekend since March 28th through the 30th of 2014. So four years it's been since something like this happened um, in the same weekend. Impressive, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, Duke comes in a new softball program. Softball takes a doubleheader away, loses the the uh, third game on Sunday, and then baseball who lose on Friday, and then come back and win the series in two consecutive wins in what was actually pretty dramatic fashion. But we'll start with softball first. We mentioned the doubleheader, and they improved to 8-3 and three in the ACC, leading the Coastal Division. Guys, they are on fire right now. They are, and they're so much fun to watch. I was there for all three games, and the energy's fun. There was a huge crowd on Saturday for that doubleheader. Record-breaking, right? Yeah, record-breaking. So shout-out to our marketing staff for that. Uh, Kayla Morgan did a great job. It's a fun environment. These girls are great to watch. You have to go out when they're home, and they'll be home a lot this coming spring. You have plenty of time to catch them because they have been away so, so much. What happens when you open seven straight <laughs> weeks on the road? You'll yeah. get home a lot later. Yeah, you know something <laughs> about that. Yeah, that's Absolutely. Yeah. Kelly's been on the oh, road. We're ha- see, we have her full time now, kind <laughs> of here and there. Welcome, almost back. Yeah, <laughs> but they're definitely fun to watch. Like I said, Zaramenko, Olivia Gray, Solak, all with home runs on Saturday. In fact, Solak's home run almost hit me. It was straight out into center field. I was <laughs> shooting from center field. It landed right behind me. So I really felt Hazards immersed the job. in the game. Yeah. I felt like I was a part of the team that day. 
No, that's impressive. Uh, you know, glad that you didn't get hurt because yeah. you're here and we, we, need you. we do need you to speak. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm glad I didn't get hurt either. But again, it's they're fun to watch. These pitchers are fantastic. Sarah Dawson, Kayla Harris. Kayla Harris only has one loss on the season. I mean, they both pitched complete games. They dominated and they did a solid job. So again, definitely go out and see them when they are home. And we heard a little bit from Holly after Saturday's wins. She mentions how big this was for them, especially as they head more into the ACC season. It's huge for us. Uh, Duke is a, is a very high-quality opponent, um, and just to, to pick those both up is, is great for us. We, uh, you know, we did a lot of good things on offense, defense. We pitched really well and just really proud of them. You know, we're just working to have quality at-bats. I think Taylor Meyer, she just battles in there. She just did a good job of seeing good pitches and, and having a nice day and live, too. Like, she just uh, comes up big in those spots, so just had some really nice at-bats. You know, G is... She just does her thing. She does her thing. And, you know, it's just it's really high respect to her as a hitter that they put her on, you know, that many times. And, you know, I think it's well deserved. So but she did a nice job of not trying to do too much when they did pitch to her. Um, so, yeah, just a good job by her. Yeah, that was Holly April right there. And she mentioned quality opponent in Duke, although it's their first season playing full time in the conference in softball. But nonetheless, eight and three speaks for itself. The record is what it is. They're leading the Coastal Division, and the train just keeps on rolling. So we'll see what softball is able to do coming up in the next few weeks here. So make sure you check them out on their schedules. Make sure you can get some, uh, you know, get some broadcasts in, all that kind of stuff. You got to check them out either in person or on Watch ESPN. Now transitioning to baseball, we had three games here that we broadcasted. Uh, our, our own Jeff Hathorn and Josh Roundtree. Uh, we're on the call. You Welcome were on Jeff there on back. Friday. Don't, yeah. don't well, I, yourself short. Well, I'm not going to mention Friday. Friday was the loss. So, uh, it was a good you know, game. Bringing the, bad, bringing the bad omens, you know. We're getting rid of you then. Yeah, apparently. They win for Jeff. They <laughs> lose for in, me. You have to stay in that producer chair. I yeah. brought candy for Jeff, too. I didn't bring candy for you. So, yeah, you know what? Uh, you know what? We didn't even talk about that. That is Oops. not fair. You know what? It falls on you, really. Yeah. Because I didn't bring candy. You yeah. didn't bring the candy, yeah. So it trickles down, oh, you know? It's not really Kevin. I think it's, it's Kelly not bringing candy. the candy. I trickled down to your performance. All the stops for Therefore, trickle, trickle down to baseball's performance. Yeah. We brought water up for Jeff. Oh, we brought gosh. candy up for Jeff. <laughs> you guys rolled out the red carpet for Jeff Hathorne. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what to say. I'm, I feel really I'm bad now. I'm sensing favoritism here. Yeah, I'm quite I'm appalled right now. I feel really bad now. I emphasize the word appalled, by I'm the way. I'm so sorry. I'm appalled by this. Well, so Kevin, sorry. I know who to take care of next time you're in the booth. I'll be there for you. I'll be your coach. I'm glad someone cares. I'm glad someone cares. I'm glad someone cares. I'm so sorry. Better candy, by the way. Can I get a – actually, I would love a space heater next time. Yeah. It's been rather it's cold been in cold the It's been cold in there when you're in there. I have two. It mm. was warmer when you weren't. I'll bring so. two. Two. One for you and one trying for your one partner. Up me. Oh, wonderful. Jeez, See, Casey She's cares. trying to one-up me here. Yeah. Casey well, I cares. I mean, if you're <laughs> not there, then maybe the weather will be warm. And I love you, but I might trade you for warm weather. Mm. Yeah. I might. That's fair. I might trade myself for that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag Casey cares. Get it trending. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, well, let's get back to what we were talking about here, and it's the baseball team. And on Saturday, Frank Maldonado, this guy had a heck of a weekend. He threw a solo blast over the wall in it left bounced field. over the wall. It hit the top of the wall. It's incredible. Let's take a listen to Jeff Hathorn's call of this one. 1-1 one, one to Maldonado. A long fly ball to left field. Back and off the top of the wall for a home run. That's an even better way to lead off an inning. Forget <laughs> Maldonado gets the Panthers back within a run, and it's time for a little home run helmet. Bring it out. Put a number three sticker on it. There it is. How pumped he is. 
Forget about the leadoff walk. How about a leadoff jack over the left field wall? Man, I just love the home run helmet. I can't get enough of it. It's unbelievable. First time we put a three on there, too, so we're getting some new numbers on there. It's a, a nice change up there. And that was the first time Frank had hit a home run in, like, almost a year. Am I right? Yeah, and I think it had been uh, almost a year. I think maybe Virginia last year would have been the last time. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. I know he had a three-run shot against Virginia last year mm -hmm. in the finale, but it's been a while. Yeah, he but apparently he likes playing against Virginia. Fire. Yeah, yes. he does. Oh, my gosh. He's he mentioned that up. in his post-game interview. Yeah, that's he one really of the teams, I think, that uh, has – plagued us obviously over the last couple of years and he lives for moments like that so i know he likes getting a little little bat flip going at the end there yeah and, uh, he did definitely yeah. likes that that energy he's never short on energy something that you had mentioned in the uh no the doubt. friday game he uh he brings it every single time so and this is the first time they took the series from virginia correct yes correct. first yeah. time ever in their history and the series was lopsided for sure and i mean virginia's a powerhouse program in acc baseball and has been for many years, so it makes sense, but it's nice to put kind of their trademark on this series. And it, as you mentioned, Frank has no shortage of energy. He's, got, he's like the Energizer Bunny out there running around. That home run pulled Pitt to within one run on Saturday, and then an inning later, Maldonado hits a go-ahead two-run single in the bottom of the eighth. Here's Jeff's call again. Maldonado grounds it through on the right side. One run in. Here comes Sabino. He's going to score, and the Panthers lead at 7-5. Look at Maldonado. He delivers in the eighth when they need him most. The home run last inning, and then comes through here, goes down and just pokes that ball the opposite way, hands in the air as he hits first base, and then Sabino, the hard running. That wasn't even contested. And the Panthers go up by a pair. Clutch hitting for Frank Maldonado. Maldonado had the arm up halfway to first base. How about Jeff Hathorne and the emotion there, getting the voice cracked? <laughs> His the daughter was sitting right behind me in the booth when that happened, and I was trying to record the play, and everyone was making fun of him. I felt so oh, bad. Oh, man. But then when he came out, we all teased him, and it, we just had a good time with that. But he was a lot excited. of energy. Uh, exactly. I mean, we were all excited. Can't blame Jeff for that. We were all excited. And th those are long <laughs> games. You know Kevin and obviously Kelly. Those are long games. He's When there, when that excitement happens, I mean, you, you lose control. Yeah, So especially crack. because there's so much downtime. So once something does happen and you have to react, uh, it, it's just raw emotion. So as much as you tease Jeff, it, oh, yeah. it's, it's nice to actually hear him invested in the game. So good stuff from you, Jeff. Now let's hear from Frank post-game after Saturday's game and what he has to say about those big moments like you mentioned, Kelly. You know, when you have five years of experience, those those moments, you know, you're, you're in those moments more, so you don't start to feel that pressure. You start to um, embrace them, you know, because you know that the time for them is, is finite and it's, it's winding down, and um, it's just, you know, you come to enjoy those moments as opposed to fearing that, that failure. Five years of experience, yep, exactly. I mean, that's, that's when you come through is when you have the ability to calm yourself down at the plate, see the ball, hit the ball, don't do too much with your stance. He mentioned all of that, but we just took a small snippet uh, to show you what kind of guy he is. He's he, been an he impressive guy this year. He a half-decadeter. A half-decadeter. He's a half-decadeter. Interesting. Him yeah, and, I mean, uh, Caleb Perry. Technically, they are. That's a long time. It is. It really is when you think about it in that sense. But if you guys want to hear more from them, everything's on Pit Live Wire. Yes. And we have all our content, all our post-game interviews with highlights, so make sure you guys check them out because you can hear much more of Frank 
the Energizer Bunny. Yeah. <laughs> and also on uh, at Pitt underscore base on Twitter. Kelly, do a nice job yeah. pushing out all that content for people to stay tuned with. It was a weekend full of Frank. Yes, no doubt. <laughs> Frank's red hot, right? Yeah. yeah yes, Thanks her. for reading my game notes. Uh, I have to. Nice. It's part of the job. Yes. Makes me feel good. And then uh, keep on going here with Sunday, and the Panthers got another win against Virginia. This one a little bit easier. Blair Calvo had a heck of a start, a 4-1 win, and it was interesting because after Saturday's game, it was a little bit of a uh, disagreement, you could call it, between the Virginia and Pitt coaches after some things that were going on during the game. And a guy right at the center of the whole thing was Liam Sabino, and he comes out on Sunday, and in his first at-bat of the game, the first pitch he sees, he steps up into the box, and he does this. Now this is the at-bat that could get interesting. Liam Sabino is right in the middle of the talking between the teams after an intentional walk yesterday, and he already crowds the plate, and there's a long fly ball to left. Back she goes, right by the American flag, and out of here. That does the talking for him, doesn't it? My goodness, first pitch, a no-doubter off the back. Cody in left field, he didn't even turn around, didn't even take a step. That ball absolutely crushed. Liam Sabino keeps on swinging. Yeah, the guy said it right there. That does the talking for him, absolutely. First pitch he sees, man, it was an impressive thing to see, just sitting down in the control room. You're thinking about what could happen in that situation, and then all of a sudden, Ball's over the wall. He yeah, gone. we were ready for anything, and uh, it didn't take him too long to rewrite that script for us. So, ball's yeah. over the wall in a matter of seconds. It was an absolutely emotional series. So, uh, all the different things that were going on and, and all these guys that have been wanting to beat Virginia for years, guys like Frank and, and Liam, who had been recruited by Virginia uh, years ago and, and now playing for the Panthers. And, obviously, all of that mixed in to what was a fun weekend of baseball. Now, Joe Giordano on Sunday, he mentioned uh, when we talked to him about What's important for them as they move forward through ACC play? Well, I just think, you know, again, um, I believe in these guys. I believe in what we're doing. Um, you know, we do things, uh, as I said, the right way. Uh, we have a, a very clear vision of what we want to do, um, and we have to stick to it and keep working hard. Um, you know, we're, we're a competitive team. And then continuing right along with the sound here, Frank Maldonado following the series win against the Virginia Cavaliers. Um, for me personally, um, Virginia's always been one of the teams I look forward to playing on the schedule, so it means a lot to me. And as far as our team goes, especially this season with the way things have been going, it's, um, it's a big wake-up call, I think, to everybody in the ACC that we're not a team to, to mess with. I like the confidence coming from Frank there at the end. We're not a team to mess with, and I, I think that's true. They're quite scrappy. If you haven't seen them play, once again, make sure you get out and do that. They're not going to hit a ton of long balls, even though we just played one for you from Liam Sabino and the home run helmet is such a great thing to, to really rally around. But they really know how to score runs. And when the pitchers are on, man, those guys are fun to watch. Blair Calvo putting that on display on Sunday. Yeah, for sure. When Blair's on, I think he personally has the best stuff on our team. He um, had Tommy John last year, so obviously sat out for the entire year. But when he's on, he's on. And, I mean, from top to bottom, Matt Pidich has been great for us in that Saturday starting role. And, Getting to see R.J. Frewer pitch on Friday, not usually a starter, mm -hmm. but he's got uh, quite the arm. That 96-mile-an-hour fastball is one that's kind of hard to catch up with if you're a hitter. So it'll be good to see if we can get them get them in the right direction and heading into Boston College this weekend. That's that's a pivotal series. That's a couple you can hopefully put in the bag for you heading into the, the meat of the season. Yeah, I mean, it's all about just winning series, and they did their job uh, this past weekend. We'll see if they do it on the road this weekend. It's always tough to play 
on the road in the ACC. Frank Maldonado, the athlete of the week in the athletic department uh, from the pit baseball team. And then the other one is Miranda Salvo from track and field set a new pit record in the outdoor mile. So shout out to Miranda Salvo for an unbelievable performance over the weekend. And I, I think it was broke. That record was broken a couple times over the weekend, right? And then she just had the best time out of all of them. Yeah, that's correct. And if you want to watch her last 100 meters, it's on at pit track and field. Um, actually, at pit underscore track and field underscore cross country. So make sure you check that out. She had a great performance and it hasn't been beaten for quite a while. So that's definitely a feat for Miranda. Yeah, it's an unbelievable thing. I, I I don't know what her exact time was, uh, but I can guarantee you that it's faster than my outdoor mile. Uh, <laughs> faster than my true. outdoor, indoor, underwater, any mile. Yeah, I yeah. think I think even if I was driving, <laughs> she was going to laugh mile, us. Yeah, all of us. Even oh yeah. If I was driving, she might beat me. <laughs> Those so last hundred meters watching her, I was tired. Yeah. yeah. Was <laughs> so that doesn't say a lot about me, but that's okay. That's okay. Oh, we've talked about your workout routine on this yeah. show before. We know we know that you get sore quickly, so we don't yeah. want you to you know overextend yourself. Walking up the bleachers athletes, at the baseball field. I'm not enough. an athlete. <laughs> We're not athletes. That's why we sit here and talk about them. That's what I always say. <laughs> All right, guys, so let's move on to our final segment by the next time we meet. Last week, uh, we each had some predictions that were pretty close. Uh, Kelly, yours I was win. right. Uh, Thank you. So you got, you Where's got it right. Where's my prize? I don't know. I Trophy? would bring you treats, but you didn't bring us treats. So. Mm, yeah. I'm never going to live this down. <laughs> no. <Yeah. laughs> but this is my favorite segment of the week. So. I win, so I want a trophy. I will, I'll get you something. Thank you. We'll have to get our, we'll have to get our own, own home run, run helmet. helmet. Yes. Yes. Wait, we actually have one. Uh, down in the control room, I found it. It was behind like like a series of boxes, and I'm I found it. one. It's got the Block Pit logo on it, but we it's can... got it's this construction helmet. It's like actually home run helmet. So maybe we right, just need ass equipment. You just put like your initial on it when yeah. you win. Yeah, all right. That's fantastic. Derek Starting and equipment. We're coming for you right after this. Be available. Kayla Perry, we are copying you, but I think <laughs> it's you know we're fla- it's flattery. Yeah, you yeah. won't mind. Imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. Exactly. Caleb. Thank you, you for mind. getting out the sentence I couldn't. <laughs> yeah. No leftover Easter candy, just the new home run helmet. That's I might fine. have some candy on my desk if you're that bad. No, it's fine. I, the Easter bunny came to my house and okay, gave good. me some. So. <laughs> All right, Casey, yours was softball would sweep Duke, which fell one game short. But They one, were close. One thing did actually happen which was your nieces, I, th- I think they did win the egg hunt, didn't they? Didn't they get, like, all 1,000 eggs or something? <laughs> yeah, all they of them. They were impressive. All of them. You know, the one is one year – she's only one, so she was able to – you know, she just beat those 10-year-olds out. <laughs> yeah. She was scrappy. She saw the baseball team, and she was like, I'm going to be just as scrappy. Yeah, That was her right. mentality. So <laughs> She saw the energy from Frank yep. and was like, you know what? Ugh. I'm taking this to the soccer field, getting me some plastic <laughs> eggs out here. If there were peanut butter cups in the eggs, there now were. I don't now see. I didn't know that. If I knew that, the then I would have been over there and nobody would have got anything. No, just they, stiff arming left and right. <laughs> they were again butter. gone within minutes, but it was fun to see everyone got Scrambling. plenty of eggs. Sure. And um, they had to hold the kids back, so <laughs> it was funny. They were like, "Wait, wait, we're not ready," but everyone got a lot of candy and had a lot of fun. And then my prediction, guys, was that softball would average two homers a game, which was pretty close. They had two in game two. One in game one and three, so fell a couple short there. But, man, it's like a home run derby every time those girls step out onto the field. So it's fun. I'm sure that'll happen soon enough. So let's make some more predictions here, guys, before we head on out here on this episode of Off Script. What do you got for me, Case? So the gymnastics team is actually heading to NCAA regionals. So my prediction this week, very bold, but I think they will qualify for the NCAAs and go officially dancing. 
So I'm wishing them the best of luck. Yeah. They leave. They actually leave Thursday. So I'm hoping to see a great performance from all of them, and best of luck to them. Yeah, there's like a little send-off going on and everything as they get on the bus. So everybody's kind of rallying around that team. And, and uh, Samantha Snyder, once again, we've talked about it numerous times on this on this program. She's done a fantastic job turning that team around in her first season, and they're heading off to do something big here. So let's see what they do as a team. And then, of course, individually, Haley Breckwald being the biggest one to highlight there. So now, Kelly, what do you got? I'm going to stick to baseball. I'm going to stick to what I know. I don't All right. know nobody is surprised by that. But um, we're heading to Boston College this weekend. I was very impressed. I know it wasn't maybe the best outing for R.J. Frewer, but very impressed with the stuff he has. So I'm looking for 10 strikeouts from R.J. Frewer. Wow. He's, his career high is nine, but I'm looking for 10. I'm looking for 10 can- Canadian flag emojis on the Twitter when we do the K count. I'm looking for all of that from R.J. this weekend. So Interesting. I think it's going to happen. Wow. It's going to happen. Well, I'm going to follow at Pitt. Ten strikeouts. He's going to gonna do it. I'm going to yeah. keep track. Yeah. I mean, I'll I already follow. Little, I don't know why you. No, I do follow. I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm keeping wow. a tally. No more candy for you either, Casey. I'm keeping a tally, my own tally, besides the flags. I'll have my, my Canadian mittens that, that RJ gave me two years ago. Oh, nice. I'll have them out. I'm ready to go. Ten so strikeouts. His, uh, We're doing his it. Canadian flag strikeout emoji I'm all ready. in. Yeah. I'm all in. All right. Well, I got mine, and I think that – on Saturday and Sunday, I think the combination of Pidich and possibly Blair Calvo, it seems like Joe's been rolling with a TBA starter on Sunday as of recent weeks, but it's been Blair a couple times in a row. So if Blair goes out there, I'm rolling with that Saturday-Sunday combination to get two wins as starters. So the bullpen's not picking up the win. They're going to get out there, give you some quality starts. That pitching's going to get rolling to where it back was at the beginning of the season. I like it. You like it? Yeah. So I'll go Friday, your Saturday, Sunday. Mm-hmm. Weekend covered. Sweep? Perfect. Brooms. Let's so go. the overall prediction is, <laughs> a, is a baseball and softball sweep six wins? Let's do it. Yeah. Absolutely. Weekend? All right. Let's I know, do so it. I know they can both do it. You know what I say to that? Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anytime you want to watch any of the pit baseball or softball teams, go on ACC Network uh, Extra on the Watch ESPN app. Obviously, you know how to do that. All the links provided on the website, all that type of stuff. Coverage provided all weekend, written recaps, stuff like that. And then, of course, of course, highlights and post-game coverages all on the Pit Livewire account on YouTube. All of that stuff, always available to you. Make sure you check it out. And, of course, when the teams come back home, always check out tickets, football season tickets on sale. Get your name on that men's basketball interest list. Uh, the renewals are coming out at the end of the uh, this month. So get your names on all that kind of stuff. Get out of here to some Pit events Thanks so much for joining us. Signing off now for Casey Garrow and Kelly Dumroff. I'm Kevin Wheeler. Hail to Pitt.